taking the steps forwarding through action the pursuit of a career or that professional goal because it could look like entrepreneurship it could look completely different taking the action taking the steps to pursue that career welcome back to the you can homeschool podcast where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling, the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively discussion. Welcome back to You Can Homeschool. I'm Pat Fenner with Breakthrough Homeschooling, and I have the uh, privilege and honor of interviewing a uh, relatively young person (laughs) who has lots of information that's going to be helpful for you if you have uh, upcoming, like, I don't know, middle school, definitely high schoolers who are kind of trying to navigate where where they want to go in the, for the rest of their life, you know, and just looking at the big picture of uh, what kind of career, what kind of, you know, job focus they want to embark on. Uh, and this is Tamara Raymond. And I found her, she, for those of you who are watching, she's written a book, Careering, Pocket Guide to Exploring Your Future Career. It is a pocket guide. It's a small book. And I was surprised when I got it, how small it is. But you can write in it and everything. And it's, it is really wonderful for having those on-the-go questions and conversations with your team. Tamara's got a, a bio that you would not believe at the tender age that she is at, which I won't reveal, but she's a younger person. <laughs> and she is also the founder and owner of Innovative Management Consulting, which she started in 2006. Now, uh, bear in mind, she was a 2002 graduate of Lawrence University, so she was pretty young. And this is what she does. You know, she uh, helps people find their passions and uh, get started on a fulfilling career. So, Tamara, I will shut up and give you a moment to uh, introduce yourself to our listeners and um, just tell us a little bit about what, what got you to this point that you're at here today. Sure. Thank you, Pat. And thanks for having me. You know, my journey was just that actually a journey of exploration and being open to trying new things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I would say I did not plan on starting a company, especially not one at the age I did, but things worked out really well. You know, having a background in psychology and management and that human resources, mm-hmm. creating internship programs and things like that from the inside of organizations and oh, struggling with my own. What am I going to do with my life? What should I do with a psychology degree? And, you know, what area <laughs> of psychology should I focus on? You know, what does that look like? And practicing what I preach exploring, trying things, you know, so it went from being a human resources generalist to, you know, finding areas that within that field that I really liked, and then hooked into leadership development, which is helping people really grow and develop, not only where they are, but for where they want to be. And that's been absolutely fulfilling. It's my passion. It's led me to step out there and do things that I wouldn't 
definitely do. Like write that mm-hmm. book. So it's been just a wonderful opportunity that I've been blessed to have. And I like that comment that you just made, leader, developing leadership, but helping people know where they want to be as well. I, th- mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the crux of leadership, you know, that it's not necessarily you want to do or say or be the pop, whatever's popular, and then pull people along. I really think, especially just our culture and our society where we are right now, we need out of the box thinkers. We need people who are willing to be brave and courageous and step out. And that in itself is attractive. Do you Absolutely. Find that? I, I completely agree. I don't see leadership as a title. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see it as a way of being, you know, there are leaders in high school. I see stay-at-home moms as leaders, mm-hmm. you know, as well as those CEOs. You know, it's not just uh, the title that you have. Mm-hmm. It's who you be and the role that you take on and the difference that you make. Ooh, the difference that you make. I love, love, love that. Definitely. That's a quotable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think actually, I think sometimes related to to that comment, too, I think sometimes people who have the title don't step into that. You know, I I just, you know, I don't know, just saying. But anyway, so tell me now we were talking earlier and you said like about writing the book was not something we discovered that we're both introverts. So there's that immediate (laughs) bond there. But you uh, you shared that you hadn't intended to write a book. So kind of how did that come about? Well, that came about from my own personal experience, you know, growing up trying to figure out, okay, what do I do? What does this look like? Because I didn't have anybody with uh, similar interests in my sphere of influence in my direct family or teachers, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the experience through high school, through college, and then in my professional life, you know, there are questions that I saw that kept coming up working with interns and young people who are trying to discover what it is they want to do next. Some of them who, with one particular program, they said, oh, wow, we didn't know this type of engineering even existed, right? And working with people who've been in the work world for, you know, 20 to 40 years, oh, you, I hear the questions, oh, if only I had known, or I wish Mm. someone had told me, which frankly surprised me in the beginning (laughs) and you know hearing those things it's like okay well how can I make a difference Mm -hmm. what can my contribution be Mm -hmm. and you know how can I have that reach as many people as possible right that's how the book came to be well what I what I love about that book too um I love the behavioral questions that you ask, uh, questions about the company, like when it, when a student is doing it, uh, an interview, mm-hmm. it's not only about you, you're interviewing the company too. And I really, I really love that. But what I, one of the things I like about your book is homeschool parents are often just by virtue of necessity, uh, their, their child's or their teen's a guidance counselor as well. And now yes. not all high schools, which I learned uh, fairly recently, not all high schools have college guidance counselors or college and yes. counselors, but we have the, both the privilege and the responsibility as home educators of, of helping that, helping our kids out with that. But that can feel very intimidating, especially some, in some situations, a homeschool mom has not even gone to college. I mean, depending on what the laws are, you don't need to have necessarily have to have a college degree. Um, mm-hmm. So it can seem very intimidating to a homeschool mom. And what I love is that you make this the, the questions and the steps in this book very doable. They're very conversational. They're, they're nothing. It's not rocket science. 
but it does require some self-reflection and some thought and, and some intentional uh, time spent in exploring yourself and your interests and your gifts and how you want to focus that. And it really helps. I think it helps homeschool moms do that. So that's what I love about it. Uh, you use the term in there, uh, and it's the title of the book, Careering. But tell our listeners, how do you define careering? Because I love that. So careering is taking action. So taking the steps, forwarding through action, you know, the pursuit of a career or that professional goal, because it could look like entrepreneurship. It could Mm -hmm. look completely different than I thought it should, right? But taking the action, taking the steps to pursue that career and hopefully having fun along the way. Well, well, we're all about that. Tracy's book is called The Happy Homeschooler. So she likes to have fun. So you're you're with the right audience. Uh, Well, I love that too, because... You know, I, I have a, a rising senior right now and she, she's the youngest in our family. All the, her older siblings are kind of kind of getting settled. And I think she's feeling she spent so many years interacting with them kind of on a peer level that I think mm-hmm. she feels a little like, I don't I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I don't have myself, you know, straightened out or whatever. And you don't need to. But I love the questions in those in your book because they're just open ended th- ways to take the next step to make progress. Like you're talking about it. Careering isn't deciding on the one thing next week. It's a process and it can change over time. You know, absolutely. It is a journey. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm fortunate that it is. Otherwise, I wouldn't (laughs) be where I am today. So it's definitely that. And one of the benefits to the process is that you incorporate it in your life. You have the structure as a homeschooling parent to set up reviews or, or exercises or things that you want to explore with your child, but it's also incorporating it mm-hmm. in everything that you do. So you create some form of volunteer opportunity as part of your curriculum. That's the perfect time to reflect on, you know, after you've completed your task or, you know, even before, is there a particular area that you want to, you're interested in? Is there something that you want to help with? Right. And then mm-hmm. afterwards looking at, okay, what did you like about that? What didn't you like about that? Right. You know, is there a particular impact that you think you want to make? So it's asking those questions, but keeping it, incorporating it, incorporating it into your everyday life, as opposed to having yet one more thing uh, yes. <laughs> on a yes. list of a very long list of things that you and your kids need to get done. Right. It's, you know, if they, for example, you have them in a soccer, um, on a soccer team, you know, it's okay, great. So I'm in this group. We only talk about soccer as the kids or as the parents, we talk about the things we need to get done as the soccer mom, mm-hmm. right? It may not occur to your teen or to you as the mom to ask the people who are on the team or the fellow parents, hey, my kid is interested in this. Do you know anybody who's looking for someone to do that? Or they'd love an internship. Just having those conversations, because we do tend to silo our lives, you know, putting Mm -hmm. things in categories and um, they don't often cross each other. So Mm -hmm. having the opportunity to incorporate that in, you know, what you do, um, whether it's volunteering, schoolwork, the things you study even, 
You know, right. what programming language do you want to work, uh, learn? Oh, well, I'm interested in gaming. So can we do this language mm-hmm. as an independent study? And back to your soccer uh, example, too, not only for is it important for parents, you know, that's an opportunity for parents to look, you know, discover opportunities for their kids. But suppose on that soccer team, they ended up being a leader in the soccer team and running practices or just anything. That's a skill that you can put on a resume. I mean, there's really depending on the things they do, you can pull out the the uh, abilities and skills. It doesn't have to be employment. Definitely. And I mentioned that, you know, it's babysitting, it's organizing a particular project. Mm-hmm. You know, those are transferable skills. Oh, absolutely. You talk about those projects and you put them on your resume. And yeah, as they continue to gain experience, you know, you might be able to drop one or two of those earlier things off, right. but that's what people are looking for. Absolutely. And, you know, as somebody who recruited for um, at least three years, you know, straight recruiting, not in addition to doing it as part of a human resources function that might add a few more years on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about having those skills that we can use in other areas and showing that you have the capacity to learn the capacity to try something new, because in many cases, whatever the task is, you can learn that. Yeah. I can train you to do that. It's, do you have the capacity for it? Right. And there's a whole bunch of soft skills, that concept of soft skills that really aren't taught. They they kind of develop Mm -hmm. from experience that people are looking for, you know, being able to lead a meeting, being able to interact with someone with a difficult situation. That's a, that's a skill. I mean, right now, you know, people break up using texts, (laughs) you know, or or DM direct message, you know, I don't want to see you anymore. You know, I mean, that's crazy, but to be able to deal with in a business situation, a challenging topic or subject, that's a soft skill that develops from a whole bunch of different things that you could do. Absolutely. Or even things you might not think of, such as the teen helping their parents manage their social media account, especially if it's for a a home business or what have you. There are things Mm -hmm. As sometimes we don't think about that are huge assets for other people looking to employ someone. Right, right. Yeah, because definitely managing it is a whole different thing than using it personally. Yes. And even though I think the lines sometimes, at least from my perspective, it seems like the lines get blurred sometimes from people in this generation between business and personal, uh, there mm-hmm. are lines. <laughs> there are things that you would definitely not put on a business uh, social media page. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. And probably shouldn't go sometimes on your personal page. <laughs> That's one of the things I mentioned. You know, now you can see in the news people who are losing their jobs from teachers, policemen to CEOs who have lost a job because of something they posted a decade ago. Yeah. So um, if you're in the heat of the moment, upset about something, just sleep on it. Don't post it. (laughs) Because that's one of the things employers do too these days, probably equivalent to having references now, is doing a search to see what shows up when they look for you on social media. You put, make the suggestion in the book about having a LinkedIn profile. And you know, it's really funny because LinkedIn seems to be, well, my impression of it, and even as a stodgy middle-aged woman, my impression of it was kind of, you know, who, who, who's on LinkedIn? But you never know. And uh, yes. I have gotten some people reach out to me that, I mean, I have a LinkedIn account. I don't maintain it all, always very 
well. But, you know, even though I don't maintain it very well, I still, you know, get people reaching out. So if you are, have a teen who's interested in anything business oriented, you just, you know, or, or has an idea of what they might like, even for uh, internships, definitely mm-hmm. I like that idea about the LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. It could just be having a presence. Mm -hmm. So if there's an interest you have, people can connect to you. Or, you know, if you have a specific interest, you can do a search and reach out to people. And you find might find people in your network who you had no idea had that particular role or experience. Mm-hmm. And with LinkedIn too, you have that, you know, second, third, fourth connection kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you don't know some, they might have another friend or connection. You just don't know. It's kind of amazing. Tell us about, you have both on your website, and I think you talked about it in the book, the Berkman Career Report for Youth, because that seems to me like that would be a good resource for a uh, mom of a homeschool teen to, to, to use. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So one of the tools I use And the reason I use that one is because it's scientifically proven. And in addition to that, it doesn't put you in a box. (laughs) It maintains the context that people are individuals, they have strengths and lots to contribute. So yeah, it has, it gives suggestions. So the team would complete a questionnaire and you have to be a certain age. I think it's um, 16 Mm -hmm. for this one. And um, it gives a report or suggests careers that you are similar to. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't be anything else, right? And nothing can say that. It's just traditionally, you are, your preferences are similar to people in these particular fields. Mm -hmm. So it gives you a place to start. Yeah, which is really helpful because, you know, the, sometimes that's what our, our teens, we tell our children and our teens as they grow, you can be anything you want in life. And, uh, well, you know, I don't know if that's helpful sometimes because mm-hmm. that's a lot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, and it, so it doesn't really help focus things a little bit. And the other thing mm-hmm. is that's really not true. There is no way that I would be ever a rocket scientist or work for NASA or, or do anything that's that math, science, geeky kind of stuff, because that's not me at all. And that's so, okay. I'm okay with it. I think it's just as important yes. to know what you can't do, what you're not wired for in whatever way, as well as what you what possibilities you have. So that's what I that's what I like. It doesn't necessarily, like you said, it pointed out, doesn't necessarily give you this is what you need to do but it gives yes. you some options. Absolutely. And I'm one of those people. Actually, the first time I did my Berkman, my mentor and friend was the person who did the review. I remember her looking at me, looking at the report, looking at me, looking at the report. And she goes, you have to hire somebody to screw in your light bulb. And I was like, finally, someone who gets me. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You know, <laughs> so I mean, can I, if push come to shove, do things that are mechanical in nature? Yes, but chances are I'm so not interested. It'll take me longer. And uh, yeah, I can I change my car tire? Probably, but I have AAA. <laughs> well, you know, there's always that time and money, you know, yes. there. No, I'm, yes. I got I got AAA too. <laughs> I used to have- worth it. It's like, 
if I break down on the side of the road, I'm not going to be the one who's going to be able to open the hood and tell you what mm. is what. And I have friends who are, and that's fabulous. Right. But it's something I don't particularly want to learn either. So <laughs> exactly. Like there are some things that I've, I've been known to YouTube to do some household repairs that are pretty yeah. easy. It turns out to be anyway. And my husband works out of town during the week. So there's some things I can't always wait till the weekend. But yeah, but I know my limits. I know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so if you had to do it all over again, starting out thinking about your path, your journey, uh, what is there anything you would change? Honestly, the thing that I would change is the experience of um, the anxiety that goes along with some of this. So starting out, Um, having the huge anxiety around the unknown or I should have it all figured out. Mm. It seems as if I'm the only one who doesn't have it all figured out. You know, (laughs) like, you know, that's that's, so not the truth, right? But we're not talking about reality. We're talking about that perception and the things that lead to that anxiety, especially for a young person Mm -hmm. who's just starting out. And uh, I think that what I would say to myself back then is it's okay. Mm. You're not alone. There's a lot of people where you are right now and whatever stage you are, it's okay. I think that would be, that would have made the world of difference. Mm -hmm. I have to say too, from my experience with, with homeschool families, that is, that's very relevant to homeschool uh, teens because many of us, because we're not boxed into a, a classroom for six hours a day or whatever, and we're allowed to develop interests and skills and be out of the box and creative with what we do and how we study. I think that a lot of teens, homeschool teens do develop, whether it's an entrepreneurial bent or just know what they want to study and they run with it. And so, mm-hmm. but, but, the, but, you know, we're still human. And so there's still teens who don't know, even even though they're home and have opportunities to study and discover and explore their interests, they may not know. And, and that's kind of, that can be really kind of stressful being around people who seem to have their act together mm-hmm. and know what they want to do and be one of, one of those who's like, well, I don't know, I've got a lot of interests and I've got a lot of skills and abilities and I don't know how to hone it down. Yes. So that, yeah, that can be pretty stressful. Absolutely. And then there are those who, oh, I'm interested in, I had one particular student who was like, oh, I'm interested in both physics and chemistry. What would that look like? Can I combine the two? Or someone else who was, oh, I'm interested in engineering, but I have no idea. I know I have that mathematical sort of technical event. What would that even look like? So there's also those who have a general idea mm-hmm. or a field, but then it helps them take a look at, okay, well, what areas do I want to explore mm-hmm. within that field? You know, what's required? Are there particular degrees you need or um, certifications? Because for what you want to do, it could be that instead of going to a four-year college, you know, there is some form of trade school that mm-hmm. would fit that particular profession. Mm-hmm. Right. So it helps direct you to doing some research, exploring, seeing what it is you want to do and hopefully help you not waste yeah. <laughs> like some of the did extra years trying to figure it out. If you save uh, you know, like five days, I think it's worth it. That's right. That's right. 
Well, you know, especially you, you also bring up an, an interesting point, especially with the cost of schooling uh, these days. Yes. When I was coming up, you pretty much it was just a given you go to college. You, you just mm-hmm. did. And, and I was fortunate enough that I was able to be between loans and scholarships. You know, I was able to cover my college expenses. I'm, I'm reading and, and hearing now about parents adults who are facing retirement, who are taking out loans so that their kids could go to college. Ludicrous, crazy, absolutely crazy. So I'm just wondering, have you, in your experience, because you, you know, you counsel and coach, coach people, have you had experiences where you've talked to a teen or, or they've had done the assessment and you're like, no, you don't, you don't really need college for what you're interested in. Has, has that come up for you? Well, actually, it's come up for them. So we work together and there's this particular teen who had that interest in doing the thing I don't particularly want to do. You know, I wanted to be a mechanic and that was great. So then, you know, he was able to look at trade school and also take business classes. So, you know, he's looking at owning his own business around that. So it looks a little different than, you know, hey, let me go to a liberal arts college, because even when you're going to college, You know, if you want to be an engineer, then a liberal arts college would probably not be the right fit for you, right? Right. (laughs) That's an extra year or two, um, you know, finding an additional focus that, you know, you could probably skip. Mm -hmm. So, and as someone who's been to a liberal arts college, I absolutely love them, but it's finding the fit for you. Right. And depending on your interest, now that might be the right fit. So it's, about helping you find that direction mm-hmm. that can hopefully save you that extra year or two, you know, because I've had students who I've come across who spent an extra two years in college and it's really expensive, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they decided to completely change their major, you know, in the middle of college and whereas that's fine, if you can start a little earlier and save yourself some money, I'm all for it. Plus, there's the, the people, you know, the, um, a, a friend of mine, she used to let her daughter lo- love to bake. And she said, oh, she wants to have her own business. And, and that's great. You know, I, I definitely that would encourage people. But just because and I'll just use that example, just because you can bake doesn't mean you can own a bakery. You know, those yes. are two totally different uh, animals. And the thing is, if you go to college sometimes to pursue a interest or develop a skill, it doesn't necessarily teach you actually often doesn't teach you how to run your own business. Uh, right. you know, you're taking business courses. I mean, that's a very specific kind of kind of thing. And, yeah. um, and so like, you know, like you're pointing out in that case, certainly going to college isn't going to help for that situation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the reasons why I mentioned, you know, looking at uh, entrepreneurship programs, there was lots of them out there. And then finding the programs, you're going to have to do the homework to find the program that works for you. Mm-hmm. Because some of them, um, you know, are paid, some are unpaid, whether it's an internship or otherwise, for some internships, especially in the scientists, in the sciences, you can actually apply for scholarships. Mm-hmm. So then they give you the money or pay you, and then the lab doesn't have to find the money in their budget. So say there's a, somewhere that you really want to get experience from or work with, and they're like, okay, well, I'm sorry, it's not in our budget. Mm-hmm. Then you can say, well, actually, <laughs> I'll work for you for free. <laughs> <laughs> 
I already got this scholarship, so we're good to go. So then that opens opportunities. So sometimes it's about being creative. Definitely. That was just want to let that settle there for a moment. And we have as homeschoolers, the, the ability to do that, to be creative, think outside the box. I think you use that phrase too in your book, uh, you know, think outside the box, be creative, be depending, you know, once you know what your teens uh, or your attitudes, uh, I mean, skills and abilities are and interests, uh, craft your own, craft your own way. All right. Well, um, one more question. You uh, you are you are a career coach. I mean, right? That's what uh, IMC does, right? You you career. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you coach both people in careers. I took a look at it and, and students. Absolutely. Um, so definitely, leadership development usually for people who are in their profession who want to continue to grow and develop, mm-hmm. either where they are or advance, and for young people who are just starting out. Yeah. Do you? Um, what, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, for you, for you personally, what do you think differentiates your work be- with, with the, those two groups? So you know, you- that's an excellent question. I think the difference is young people, particularly teens, tend to be a little bit more open mm-hmm. about exploring different things, which speaks to where they are in life, right? Oh, well, <laughs> so there is that. But then there are a lot of similarities, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so there might be some anxiety, that same anxiety around, oh, yeah, um, you know, wanting to do it all yourself, you know, so in a young person, it might look like, oh, I should have had it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And for those in the world of work, especially those that are managing teams, or in some cases, companies, it's, you know, having a hard time letting go yeah. <laughs> of some of those tasks so they can actually lead, right? Mm-hmm. So Either where, no matter where you are, there's opportunity for growth and development is what I've learned. Mm-hmm. I've learned that myself, personally, and um, I've definitely seen it. But there are some things that translate mm-hmm. um, for, for both young people and for those who've been working for a very long time. Mm-hmm. The difference being for those who have, you know, extensive professional experience, it's, you know, getting to that place where them, they might be open to exploring and being coachable. Whereas for teens, a lot of the, a lot of them, by the time they, you know, start using the book or taking the course are in that place. Right, right. Yeah, I would imagine too, for adults, there's that additional pressure of uh, well, you mentioned this earlier with teens, but I can see this with adults too, thinking I, I should know this by now. Like I'm in say my forties or fifties and I, I should know how to do this. And there's so that probably gets a little, takes a little bit of humility to be able to say, yeah. oh, okay, well, this isn't quite working. I need to work with a coach and move on. But, but for a teen, it's, it's almost like opening a, a window to, to whole new possibilities. Well, Tamara, I, well, those of you who are listening, I am going to be, uh, I'll have links in the show notes for Tamara's website, uh, definitely for her, for her book. You can pick that up as well and ways you can reach out to her. And I just wanted to thank you. This has been a really uh, interesting conversation. I want to really encourage you to pick up your own copy of Careering and see if there's a way to, uh, that you can uh, get involved a little more with uh, Tamara if you're, if you're in need of that for your teen, for your high schooler. 
And again, thank you for your time, Tamara. And I hope that you have gleaned something out of this for your own homeschooling. And let me just leave you with this uh, last word that we do every week. Remember, folks, you can homeschool and it can be awesome. We'll see you next week. Take care. Well, that wraps up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. Thanks for joining us for another candid conversation. For more information on life-changing books, courses, and coaching services, or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy.